If you enjoyed that, say amen. Amen. Rolled us over the tide. Amen. <laughs> John chapter number 4 tonight is where we'll find our place. John chapter number 4. Let me just say, uh, we are excited to be here, church. We're, uh, we're thrilled about all that God is doing, all that God's been doing here at Gateway Baptist Church. And uh, obviously, the, the Lord's been working, hasn't he? Amen. And uh, he's been working here, he's been working yonder, he's been working everywhere, amen. And so, uh, just as much as he's been working here, he's been working in our life and in my family's life and... Um, obviously he's been, uh, making some changes in our lives. And as I've said before, the Lord is in the door opening and door closing business. Amen. And so, uh, you know, last year around this time we had accepted the call and were burdened to go, uh, pastor Wayside Baptist Church there in Dayton, Tennessee, and uh, y'all, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but y'all were on board with us by way of support, and uh, <laughs> we appreciate that, certainly. Uh, but the Lord opened that door for us to go there and pastor that church and uh, did a wonderful work there, still working in that church and in that ministry. And just just to uh, to be honest with you, you know, our our desire and our uh, goal or whatever it is uh, was to be there at that church and at that place for the long haul. I mean, I, I had in, I had visions of, of you know building a church building and, and things like that, uh, but the Lord had other plans. How many of you know that uh, you'll you'll have plans and you'll have desires and uh, all for the Lord to go on and just tear up that script, Amen. And uh, He'll do that from time to time. And that's exactly kind of what he did. And, uh, you know, the Lord began to do some things uh, here recently in our life to uh, kind of get our attention and uh, just begin to speak to us and, uh, and, and I guess stir our nest even there, even though we hadn't been there that long. And so me and my wife, we began to pray and seek the Lord's face as to, you know, what exactly are you, are you saying, Lord? What exactly are you doing? And, uh, you know, we had felt peace that uh, he was closing the door there. And just as we began to get peace about that, uh, the Lord began to work uh, here at Gateway Baptist Church and, uh, and began to kind of uh, work things out timing-wise. And uh, it was just kind of very interesting how the Lord worked some things out and how he moved to get us here. Uh, but we are uh, thrilled to be here. Uh, the best place that you can be is in the center of God's will. Somebody help me tonight. Amen. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'll live in a tent uh, on the backside of a desert as long as I'm in the center of God's will. And so uh, there's no better place uh, to be than in His will. And uh, there's no greater joy than serving Jesus. Amen. And so uh, we are thrilled to be here. We're excited. Uh, we're looking forward to... Uh, all that the Lord's going to do here at Gateway Baptist Church. And uh, y'all have already been such a wonderful encouragement to me and my family. 
And uh, it's just a, a, a blessing to be here and to see the Lord thriving in this place and uh, just know that we're excited to be here. Amen. Uh, and so, but we're going to preach tonight. And, uh, you know, Brother Josh, he, he handed me off to the service just before we're going to have dessert uh, to preach. And so that might be one of the hardest things I've ever done. Amen. <laughs> but uh, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the, in the world. Amen. But uh, John chapter number four is where we'll find our place tonight. If you found your place there, would you say amen? Amen. Anybody love your Bible tonight? Boy, if we could ever read our Bible like it's a love letter, I, I believe we'd see some things. Amen. And so God help us tonight. Uh, but John chapter number 4, and we'll, let's begin reading here in verse number 25. I pray to be a blessing to you tonight and an encouragement as best I can. And uh, But let's follow the Lord here tonight. Verse number 25 of John chapter number 4, the Bible tells us, The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came his disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman then, I love this, left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come see a man, which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? I want you to drop down to verse number 39. And what we find in verse number 39 is a result of the woman at the well sermon to the Samaritans of the city. Look at what it says here in verse 39. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, He told me all that ever I did. And for a few moments tonight, I'm going to try my best not to be very long, uh, but I believe this is where the Lord would have us tonight. I want to preach on this thought out of verse number 29 where it says this, Come see a man. Come see a man. This woman of Samaria, we find just by way of introduction throughout the text here in John chapter number 4, uh, we find that she had, it seemed, to have a whole lot of questions for Jesus. I want you to notice in verse number 9 what she asked Jesus, Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Look at what else she asked here in verse number 11. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Then there in verse number 12, another question from the woman at the well. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? 
This woman of Samaria, we understand tonight, she had a whole lot of questions for the Lord Jesus. But you know what I love about this passage of Scripture, church, and I I hope to get an amen right here. Every question that this woman asked Jesus, it was answered by Jesus Christ. Could I just say, and uh, and could I uh, uh, reiterate this fact that Jesus was the answer back then at the woman at the well, uh, and He's still the answer today, church. Uh, Where we're going to live, what we're going to do, how am I going to pay my bills, how am I going to put my kids here and there, and how am I going to do exactly all that I need to do, Uh, when are gas prices going to go down, somebody help me tonight, church. Uh, Jesus is the answer. He's still the answer, church. It's all about Jesus. All of this woman's questions were answered on that day. I love the fact that she began the passage referring to Jesus as Sir, there in verse number 11. She referred to Jesus as Sir, and then, and then as she began to converse with Jesus Christ, she referred to Him as Prophet, there in verse number 19. And then after she had gotten a taste of that living water, praise God, she referred to him as the Christ there in verse number 25. And uh, this woman's life, it was changed that day. She was transformed there at that well. Uh, he, her life was changed the day that Jesus decided to pay her a visit. Verse 28, I I love uh, the fact that she had decided to drop her water pot there uh, as she decided to go and tell everybody about this Jesus that she had come into contact with. You know what that tells me? I I believe it tells me this, and I I pray that you're the same. She had become so focused on, on Jesus and on what Jesus had to tell her that day that she had done forgot all that she was, what, what, what even she was doing there at that well. Uh, she had came to that well that day to get some water, to get some physical help. She needed some drink. She needed some water, physically speaking. Uh, she came there to get that help physically. Then she had an encounter with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and she had done forgot about her physical problem, and she knew that hey, it was all about Him at that point. God help us tonight uh, to get a little taste of some living water, uh, to be able to truly see Jesus for who He is, to truly be able to understand what Jesus is trying to tell you and I. And I believe if we'd get a taste of some living water tonight, I believe we'd, be, we'd start to forget about our cancer. Somebody help me tonight. I believe if we'd be able to uh, see Jesus and and get a taste of that living water, I I believe we'd forget about uh, owing the bank some money. Somebody come on now, help me tonight, church. I I believe if we would be able to just understand and just have a little conversation with Jesus Christ, I believe we'd forget about our physical problems in the world in which we live today. She left her water pot. I love that. Verse 29 tells us that Jesus changed this woman's life and, and that was in, which influenced a sermon that consisted of only four words. Come see a man. Come see a man. Those, those four words that uh, began to uh, set a city on fire for Jesus Christ. 
come see a man. She, she went back to her city after she had met Jesus and had gotten into contact with Jesus Christ. And all she had to do was just say, come see a man. It's all about Jesus. Uh, if we could just tap into that tonight, church, uh, I believe in, in 2022, our message, it ought to be the same as this woman at the well. Simply this, come see a man. Come see a man. If we're going to turn this world upside down for God, if, if we're going to set Clarksville, Tennessee on fire for Jesus Christ, uh, if our families are going to be brought back together, if we're going to reach uh, this town, if we're going to see revival in our generation, it's time to stop playing games and start pointing people to Jesus Christ. Come see a man. It's all about Jesus. He's still the answer. He was the answer back then some 2,000 years ago. And He's still the answer tonight, church. Come see a man. This woman's sermon over 2,000 years ago was simply, Come see a man. Our message to a sin-filled, wicked, hell-bound world today should be simply this, Come see a man. I want, I want us to take a look real quickly tonight at, at just who this man is. What type of person is Jesus Christ? And this story gives us a few things here. And I believe when she went back to that city to lead those Samaritans to Jesus Christ and lead them to the Lord, I believe she was telling them about her encounter with Jesus Christ. And I believe it consisted of these Four things that we're going to preach tonight. Come see a man, first of all, who desires to speak to you. Come see a man who desires to speak to you. Go back to verse number 7 of John chapter 4. The Bible says, There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. We find there in verse number 7 that Jesus was the one who initiated that conversation. He was the one who started the conversation as He was the very first one to start speaking. And could I just say tonight, church, that Jesus still desires to speak. Jesus still desires to converse with you and I. He wants to speak. He desires to work. He desires to move in our midst. But many times the conversation, sadly, is one-sided. Many times Jesus, and I believe He might be in here tonight trying to speak, trying to move, trying to talk to somebody in here tonight. But the, the sad commentary about us is we're not even concerned about what Jesus is saying. Uh, that conversation right now is just one-sided. Jesus is talking. Jesus is hes moving. He desires to speak. That conversation many times is one-sided. Make no mistake that the Lord desires to communicate. The Lord desires to circulate. He desires to cure and cleanse and create and cherish and comfort. He desires to care, but may God help you and I tonight to have a desire to listen. Have a desire to have our hearts and minds open to what He's trying to say. To what He's trying to speak. Come see a man who desires to speak to you. Not only that, but secondly, come see a man who doesn't differentiate between social classes. 
I want you to notice what your Bible says there in verse number 9 of chapter 4. I love this. The Bible says, Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? Look at this. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. The Jews hated the Samaritans. Understand that tonight, church. That all throughout the New Testament, uh, that was the case. They, as a matter of fact, uh, the Jews would go the long way around the city of Samaria to get to where they were going, to get to where they needed to be, just so they didn't have to even be around the Samaritan people. Uh, the Jews hated the Samaritans, but guess what? Jesus didn't care about that race. Jesus didn't care about a specific social class. Uh, Jesus doesn't differentiate between between social classes and it does not matter tonight your race it does not matter your denomination or your social class church it, it doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account your financial status it does not matter your job history or your criminal record it doesn't matter your bitterness or your hatred or your sin Jesus still loves you Jesus still seeks to have a relationship with you Jesus doesn't differentiate between between social classes. He loves you the way you are. He wants to change you. He wants to move in your life. And He loves you and cares for you no matter what the color of your skin is, uh, no matter what social class you fall in, no matter if you are raised by your mom or your dad or you didn't have a mom or a dad, Jesus still loves you. Jesus still desires to have a relationship with you. Thankful tonight to know that He's one who doesn't differentiate between social, social classes. He's also one who desires to speak to you. Thirdly, tonight, He's one who desires for us to see Him. How about that? He desires for us to see Him. I want you to notice what verse number 10 says in the, in the text tonight. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. This woman, as she approaches Jesus at the well, she had been so caught up with her lifestyle. She'd been so caught up with uh, what she had going on and, 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 and what her physical problems were and what she was dealing with in, in that very moment that she couldn't even realize that the very Messiah was standing right in front of her. The very Son of God was standing in the midst of her. Uh, and could I say tonight that the sad fact is, church, that Jesus is all around us moving. He's all around us working, but more times than not, we're too busy with our life. We're too busy with selfishness. We're too busy with, hey, what I've got going on or what I need to do that uh, we don't even realize that Jesus is in our midst. Right now, we're thinking about these desserts right now. And I'm going to tell you what, I've looked at them and, hey, I, I, I'm with you a little bit, but hey, Jesus desires to still move tonight. Uh, Jesus still desires to work. 
And He desires for you and I to see Him despite what our schedules consist of. Despite what we have at work waiting on us tomorrow. Despite uh, what's going on in our families. Jesus still desires for us to see Him. He wants us to see Him. See no man save Jesus only. Come see a man who desires to speak to you. Who doesn't differentiate between social classes. He has a desire for you and I to see Him. And lastly tonight, I want to give you this. Come see a man who desires to save you. Come see a man who desires to save you. I want you to notice what takes place in this woman's life here in verse number 14. Bible tells us, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Jesus Christ has a desire to save you tonight. And you know what I love about verse 14? It says, but whosoever. He's a whosoever will, Jesus. Amen. The Bible tells us, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, whosoever, the Lord has a desire to save you. He's made salvation readily available to whosoever will. Whosoever wants to get saved, it's that simple. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance in Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, if you don't know this by now, church, uh, God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sin to pay your sin debt on the cross of Calvary so that you and I could spend an eternal life with Him in heaven one day. I wonder tonight, if if you're here tonight and you've never given your life to Jesus, if you've never asked Him to come into your heart and save you, it's it's time to stop drinking of that water of the world. It's time to start drinking that temporary stuff that's never going to satisfy. It's never going to fill you. You're never going to get it right. Uh, But it's high time tonight. I I think tonight would be a mighty good time to get saved and to start tasting of that living water that Jesus Christ has to offer. He has a desire to save you. That's His desire. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. If he didn't have a desire, he wouldn't have went to that cross and bore that burden. Don't you understand tonight? His flesh, if it was left up to him, he told told the disciples, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, he went to that cross. He bled and died for you. Gave his life for you. And then praise the Lord, he rose again three days later. uh, Victorious, amen. He has a desire to save you. Come see a man. That was, this, that was this woman's message to a city. Four little words, four simple words, come see a man. And guess what? There were those that got saved. They gave their life to Jesus Christ. You know, it's a childlike salvation, church. I, I believe we're, we're living in a day when we, even as God's people... We as Christians, we, 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 try to, uh, we try to make salvation something that's unattainable. We try to confuse and, 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 and just make salvation like it's hard to understand. But the fact is tonight that it's simply, 
It's all about Jesus. Ask Jesus Christ into your heart and be saved. Come see a man named Jesus. It's all about Jesus tonight. He has a desire. And I believe just like this woman, her message back then at the, woman, or at the well that day was, uh, it was simply come see a man. I believe our message here in 2022 ought to be simply this. Come see a man. Come see a man who desires to save you. Come see a man who doesn't differentiate between social classes. Come see a man who desires for you and I to see him and see him only. Come see a man who desires still to speak to you. Come see a man. That's simply, that's, that's it tonight, church. If we're going to set this community on fire, if we're going to stir some things up for His honor and His glory, uh, God help us to just take that message. Come see a man. Hey, it's all about Jesus tonight. And I believe He'll do it if we'll be faithful, if we'll be obedient and to telling others, come see a man. And His name is Jesus. Let's stand to our feet tonight. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to turn the invitation over to Brother Josh tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we sure do love You tonight. And God, I want to thank You for moving in our midst. Lord, how my heart's been encouraged through the singing. Lord, and everything that's gone on in this service. But God, I pray You'd help us right now. Father, I pray You'd help us to, as Paul said, to examine ourselves a little bit. Uh, Lord, I pray You'd help us to uh, make some changes where we need to make changes. Lord, to just understand just what type of God You are. Lord, You're a God who desires to do some things. Lord, most of all, You're a God who desires to save some people. Lord, and if there's somebody here in our midst that's never asked Jesus to come into their heart and save them, God, I pray You'd convict them of their need of a Savior before they walk out these doors and it's eternally too late. God, I pray you'd move again in the invitation. Lord, as you see fit, Lord, and we'd leave this place a better people. Lord, we'd leave this place on fire for you. God, we want to thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Lord, may we as believers never get over the wonder and the amazement of salvation. For it's in your precious name we ask these things. Amen.